Welcome to this Dharma If You Dare bonus episode. We hope you enjoy this soundbite from Doug Duncan and Catherine Poisrat on a few ways to establish a well-supported meditation practice and some of the key benefits of doing so. You had something to say. Yeah, I have a question on the meditation aspect. So there's a lot of meditation training out there, right? You can Mm. get an app on Mm. your phone. um, You can do all sorts of courses. So when you say meditation, what are you actually meaning? Like what kind of meditation? Great question. Any kind of start is better than nothing. You know, a journey of a thousand miles starts with a first step. So a first step is great. But in order to go deeper, it's proportional to the amount of time and energy you put into it. So if you put five minutes of meditation in once a week, you're going to go this deep in terms of getting free of those chains, right? Because you've got to get to the bottom to free the chains. If you meditate an hour, five days a week, you're going to go deeper and so on. So in order to get to the core of bliss, clarity, non-clinging, you've got to learn to be comfortable alone and be in a state of bliss, clarity, non-clinging, even if there's a lot of noise on the surface. As Sensei says, any meditation is good, and it, acquiring habits is hard, so it does take a while to get that custom developed. And we are really strong believers in the value of teachers and the value of a supportive community of practitioners. And that is because all kinds of stuff comes up in meditation, and it can be a little disconcerting. And it's really valuable to have people who we can ask. It seems disconcerting to us as individuals, but it's usually, as I mentioned before, pretty universal. So Mm -hmm. anyone who's had a long-term meditation path will recognize these things and be able to uh, reassure the person, give them more confidence that they're on the right track, and help guide them on optimal ways forward. It's also really important there's a foundation to the spiritual practice on which we can build a, a lofty structure, we'll say. If we want to have very exalted experiences, that foundation needs to be very strong. So we really encourage people to have a bona fide teacher check their credentials, make sure they've got a teacher, have been practicing for a long time, um, so that they can help us have a very sound foundation on which to build. And, you know, not everybody has those things, and they might be a really excellent stepping stone on the way to finding a more experienced teacher. The closer you get to the shadow's core, the louder the monsters get. So this is, again, mirroring the hero's journey, that while we're busy in the world, we're just bugged. You know, we have this bug or that bug, or we're happy today and sad tomorrow, right? But as we get closer to the shadow, the monsters get much bigger and much louder, so it makes me think, oh, I'm actually getting worse, but you're not. As the monster gets uh, louder, you get calmer. As you get calmer, the monsters get louder. And as that marriage reaches a kind of balance point, then you see behind the monster is the bliss, clarity, non-clinging. The ego incorporates that, takes it in, takes it as its own, and now can go out in the world much happier. And, and then our, if I may, and then our monsters are transformed into our helpers, our team. Oh. So it's really awesome to have these big, powerful entities on our side. Tell them about the temples in Japan with the monsters on the outside. Yeah, so at uh, some temples in Japan, it depends on the sect, but at the entry to the gate, at the gateway, they've got these big, fierce-looking statues, 
that are very scary looking and it's meant to warn people you only enter here if, if you have courage and dedication and if you have the courage to go through on the other side the flip side of where the monsters are are usually flowers yeah pastoral beautiful nature scenes yes Cara. yeah thanks two more quick questions so just following up on the meditation ruth asks what if meditation is too or very uncomfortable too uncomfortable oh, oh. very uncomfortable well that's a very good question too because that's the point the point is the shadow is very uncomfortable so you need as catherine just said you need dedication you need determination and you got to come to the point where you realize that facing a wall of shadows and chains is no longer tenable. So until we recognize that this isn't working and it's not going to work, and no matter how long I sit here, I'm still going to be in chains, then you do it. And it's not as bad as it sounds because as you go through it, it gets easier and easier. Also, it's helpful to extrapolate. When we meditate, we're really just seeing our own mind. Right. So if meditation is really uncomfortable, Stopping meditating isn't going to make us comfortable. The discomfort go away. Right. It's going to make it seem to go away for a little bit, but as we get older, that discomfort just grows. And as we said earlier, it's going to perk up through your work. It's going to perk up through the career. It's going to perk up through relationships. It's going to perk up of how you feel when you're alone. It's right. So there's only one way through. Like in a hurricane, ships don't run from the storm. Ships turn their bow into the storm so they can ride the waves. But if they run from it, they're going to be bashed off. Tossed around, yeah. We hope you enjoyed today's soundbite. Have you checked out any of Planet Dharma's online offerings? We have a range of options available to you on the Planet Dharma website, from small group Q&A office hours to full online courses, some of which are taught live and some of which are study at your own pace. Take a look at what's currently running or coming up soon by visiting planetarmor.com slash events. See you next time, and may all our efforts benefit all beings.